Analytics, oh. Are you even recording yet or streaming yet? Uh, uh, I hit the stream button. I'm just right now going to Analytics Hole real quick, but no notification of Twitch is letting me know that I'm live yet. I think Twitch is an, is, not, is an hour behind. The guy who plays Barney the Dinosaur now runs a tantric sex business. I hope you're joking. I'm not. in the discord I think that was live okay then barely the people in the podcast now I know that the barn and dinosaur guy now runs a sex business mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess that is a segue to opening hey guys welcome to another episode of and before all podcast season two where apparently we'll be discussing the the intricacies of barney dinosaur sex service shaman king for me all day and apparently jock's gonna just be singing uh, a random shaman king parody why am i talking with my eyes closed i have no idea uh no but it all to go away I, I have no idea that's what I'm trying to do or not, but um, hey everybody, we uh, I guess we're, what we're gonna do real quick is at the very beginning of this we're gonna um look at analytics because I haven't done that in a couple. Uh, I guess we've gone up in percentage. It looks like we're picking up. Uh, right now, granted we're like we're at, we're at very low right now. Granted we have 17 downloads in the month of November, so thank you guys for downloading the podcast or supporting this, um, in any way you can. Okay, never mind. I, I guess we got some P. Wait a minute. Wow, we have a Canadian viewer. Well, not a viewer, but a listener. Hey, welcome, uh, welcome to the cast. The person from Quinzel. Apparently, it's near Alexandria, Williams Lake, Byron. I'm completely doxing this dude. I apologize. They've got the best hockey team. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, oh, I got somebody in Kansas. I was born in Kansas. Is that you? Is that you trying to tell me? No, I'm just saying I was born in Kansas. Kansas City. Fort Leavenworth, actually. <clears throat> I was born in a military prison. You know, a lot of that explains a lot about you, actually. I don't I don't know what exactly it explains, but it explains something. My mom lived with my my mom had me when she was eighteen. She lived with my grandfather who was an army ranger in Fort Leavenworth, so when she had me I was in Fort Leavenworth. Oh, we have somebody listen, listening to us who lives in their New Haven. That's in Connecticut. Is that you? 
I don't know. I haven't listened to the um, my pod, the podcast to be honest with you in the last week. You actually? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I was just kind of joking. I was just. It wasn't me. Okay, Shaggy, but uh. It wasn't me. Uh. Huh. Well, I guess the like the analytics here. We're we're doing we're going up for sure six percent than from previous from the free, previous time period. We're still sitting at seven followers, so um, we're doing something right. Rocketing up, meteoric. Our meteoric arise to power. First, it's the podcast, and then it's take over the world. Hold on to your britches. We're not doing that. Don't don't listen. Don't listen to this crazy man. Okay, I guess with that. Um, we're going to proceed. We're going to proceed with the next two episodes of the Shaman King episode, uh, a Shaman King series uh, that we're reviewing, episodes twenty-two and twenty-three. And I guess since it worked out well for us last time, I'm going to just uh, steal his notes. I mean, <clears throat> read my own notes. Uh, episode twenty-three. Wait a minute. Yeah, episode twenty-three is a uh, power of Yo. Faust and Ryu reveal their stronger oversoul, scaring the Iceman. Yo takes over the fight, instantly defeating them with a spirit of sword, but makes them sure his rivals make sure his rivals use their powers. In the aftermath, Hal tries intimidating Ren to join him if he wants to defeat Yo, but it's rejected. Meanwhile, Yo meets Lyseric. Not much to say at the end of the episode that right there though, in terms of like Yo meeting Lyseric, I guess it was just like he was looking for him. Lyseric seems okay ish. We'll get to that in, in episode 24, but, um, you have here, episode starts off with my cat standing in front of the monitor. But that was funny. Oh, yeah, my cat was in the way. I was trying to see the screen, and the cat kept walking in my way. So I was, like, really distracted before before the uh, intro cut, before the, like, opening music. I'm, like, spent most of that time pushing my cat out of the way because he's a giant jerk. <laughs> So that was really fun, you know. Cool that your cat made it into the podcast. Shout out to who, which cat is it? Oliver Wendell, the wonderful cat who showed the first Esquire. That that guy. Okay. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. You can do this. Oliver Wendell, the wonderful cat who showed the first Esquire. How about we say I did and we just move on? <laughs> You're the one that brought up the cat's name, all right? You don't want to brought up the cat in the podcast notes. <laughs> it's Oliver Wendell, the wonderful cat who showed the first Esquire. It's very, very simple. I like a poll to see if people agree with you or disagree with you. I would love to know the amount of people that actually disagree with you. Well, you probably remember my other cat's name, the one that's sitting with me right now. His name is Joel Joel. We gave him a nice, simple name. His first main name is Joel. His middle name is Joel, so that it's not too complicated for anybody. He's not very bright. He's kind of simple. So... We didn't want to give him a lot, so we just call him Joel Joel. Wow. I don't know if I should feel sorry for that cat. He's simple. He can't remember a longer name than that. So we just, instead of doing it, we just gave him first and middle name the same name. The other one is very smart, so we call him Oliver Wendell, the wonderful cat who shared the first Esquire. Okay, the next note on here, at 2.15 in the episode, you write down Faust the 7th, wait, 8th, the Faust the 8th, 
summons this giant lost love, Eliza Oversoul. And then we have, uh, apparently, I wasn't paying attention to this last time, but apparently they kept on using this word, the Ultra Senju Reiketsuwa. It's just a, it, 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 it was just their it was just their way to answer power ups, because uh, Faust got a major power up. So to get you a job as a as a radio DJ, just like <laughs> <laughs> let's get more than seven viewers on our podcast, and then we can figure out my DJ career. Um, I thought it was funny that they did that. They were making such a big deal out of him. I found out something. I finally got a, some time around to read up on Faust in uh, history. And uh, there was an account of Faust when he was... After his death, um, there was a lot of sightings for like 100 years after his death where people swore that they, they saw him. And one of them was... Uh, one of the deaths was... Um, one of the post-death scenes was him with his with a dog, and the dog was uh, seen to like transform back and forth from a dog to a servant, and I thought that was kind of interesting given the situation, because that he had that dog that was like really confusing everybody. Remember, so a like, long time ago, like, people thought that. They saw Faust just walking about? After his death, yeah. Like, he was... Whether or not he even existed was, like, in contention for a long time. And then when they, um... Somebody finally proved that he was, like, he actually existed in the first place. And then when he did, um... When they proved it, they went through it. They said, well, this is about the time that we can tell that he died. But when they, like checked in history like there were reports for like a long time like he was thought he was he died like either 1540 or 1541 but there were still reports of people that came across him like in like 1587 and 1602 and stuff like that and i mean back then like living to be 60 years old was pretty good and like more than 60 years after his death or almost 60 years after his death like people were still saying that they'd met him in person and things like that and they were like and then after that, it just sort of, like, continued on until it just became... They just wrote, started writing it off as rumors and legend instead of even reports after that. But, like, people, like, for a long time decided they'd met him. But, like, one of the more credible uh, accounts of having met him was that he, um... <clears throat> he had a dog that, like, he'd be seen with that, like, would just turn from a dog into a servant sometimes. So I thought that was interesting since he, the other character comes or walks around with a skeletal dog and we're like, where's this dog come from? Like, we had no idea what it was. But it could have been that dog, the skeletal dog of the original Faust. Um, could, well, you know, turn into a skeleton. He says he, so. does, he, he does do research to... He does do research into his ancestor. Uh, and, well, here you say Faust researches his ancestor, Hawan the, uh, Hawan the First, Johan, or whatever. Johan the Faust... German scholar who summoned Mephisto slash Mephistophilus magical Mr. Mephistopheles from Cats. I probably went to butcher that name probably, but I never, like, never, I never actually watched Cats. It's, uh, Mephistopheles is the name of the other one, Mephisto, um, also known as Mephistopheles. 
but I thought that was interesting because there's a magical cat in the in the musical Cats called Master, M- Magical Mister Mistopheles instead of Mistop Mephistopheles. It's Mistopheles, which is like a slightly easier to say version of that. And uh, I thought that was interesting. That must be a that callback from Cats must be referencing um, Mephistopheles, which is a real demon um, from German folklore. I, I like to, to, I guess, to take a minute to talk about this like whole thing with Faust. I, I feel like I've heard about Faust a long, long time ago. I'm pretty sure everybody's probably heard of Faust, well, at least There's some version Faust of Faust. Character. Huh? D- Faust is a DC's uh, superhero character, Felix Faust. So you might have heard of that. But no, I feel like I heard something like, I mean, because this, you're talking about there's like actual like, not encounters with actual like literature, talking about him. And I feel like, not that they would talked about him in school, but I feel like maybe it would have been in the, in the in the text at some point you that maybe you skipped over. If you felt like that, you wouldn't be the Faust to think it. Dang it! But um, at least you know, I researched it because I like I like uh I like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Lore or what's the other word? Um, it might just be lore, but uh, I think like maybe I come across this character's name before because I I, I like the. It's kind of weird though that he like I guess. The, the idea that he may have sold his soul to the devil, or in this case, Mephisto, and people are heard telling or saying that 60 years after his death, they were supposed they seen him wa- wa- walking. So it's just kind of weird. And then they they take it here, considering that uh, like Shaman King is like an old show anyway. It wouldn't. I mean, considering how many things that they've taken in- inspiration from, um, to make a character. Like it, like it's it's interesting that you know they took Faust and they're taking as much as they can from all the encounter encounters. Frankenweenie, for instance, the dog that was supposed to have been turning into a serpent, is not his legs. <laughs> mm-hmm. And in Mephisto, the supposed demon that his his ancestor would have sort of sold to, he took he took it and, and embodied his clumsy girlfriend uh, with calling her Mephisto E for uh, Mephisto um, Ellen, I think her name is. I forgot her name. Eliza. Mephisto Eliza. Eliza. Yeah. Eliza. So it's kind of cool that they, I guess they, they try, they're doing as much as they can to embody. I guess another thing too about him is like apparently he found accounts of him 500 years ago during the last Shaman King fight. It makes me wonder, I wonder like in his quest for knowledge, did he find out about the Shaman King fight? Because like not many people know about it, only you find out about if you're a shaman. And I honestly thought they were going to say that he was a shaman and he participated in the last war, in the last fight. But I'm glad they didn't. But at the same time, I'm actually kind of curious. Like he, he was around 500 years ago, and you know it was perfect timing for the original fight. Makes you wonder if how had anything to do with his death. Because he said he doesn't know whether it, whether it was all real or not, which is another interesting callback too, that nobody really knows truly if. He did sell soul to the devil, and if he was walking around, if he is still walking around, not that people, not that people are saying they are seeing him today. It'd be really, really weird that he said they were seeing him today. I mean, I saw him. Dang it, Jack. I guess <laughs> continuing continue on with the uh, with the I guess the girlfriend and looks. I, I I saw this line in the in the anime, and I was thinking of you when I when I saw this. You're like, really? She kills her opponents with unsuccessfully administered vaccine. Mm-hmm. 
Couldn't let that get by you, would, would you? It just didn't age well, that's all I'm saying. This is an old show. This was before COVID was a thing. It didn't age well. It's still coming out now. They're still making they're still releasing them. This is a re remake. This thing is done. The source material is done. This okay. this this show can't this thing, the original manga, it was it's old. This came out like early two thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that I'm she vaccines people to death. I'm sure that's extremely Well, he was saying she was clumsy and she didn't know how to actually administer a vaccine. Yeah. Let's make people even more terrified of vaccines. This is a fictional world and a fictional needle. Not the real thing. Well, you if, know, if they're, if they're that know. dumb to take advice from a show, they probably... I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Moving on. Uh... I don't think what I was gonna say was, was, was you know terms of service, so I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. But uh, see here, the next thing you write down here is the counterattack is sent to Yo via Bod Bodba. They oversold, but Rio takes the oh that's right, the Iceman sends out an ice attack to hit uh, Yo because they're constantly trying to I guess uh, take Yo out of the picture. Ryu takes the hit, freezes, and defreezes himself, and this actually happens several times um, in a couple seconds of each other. Ryu is showing that he's able to defrost himself, I guess because of the power-up he received from the Ultra Sinji Ryuketsu. That's a, that's a mouthful. That's what she said. But, um... <laughs> Why am I such a villain? I don't know. Uh... Apparently, I guess you wanted to make uh, make a uh, notes of the puns. I, uh, okay, it's like it's damn code is what you say here. Mm-hmm. We also get, uh, I guess, a scene of uh, Togek. Just, or, they, they call him half baked. They call him damn cold. It's just like so cheesy. Uh, the next thing you have here is Tog. Uh, we see the um, the evolution of Togaro's um, Oversoul. Uh, he still calls it Yamato no Orochi. I know you make a mention that it looks more like a a Hydra here, but it's like, I think it's really just, I mean, I can see what you, I can actually see it looking like a Hydra, but I think more is just, they're trying to make references to the giant dragon from, from that old myth that we had talked about two podcasts ago, I think. But Beholder is like a really good, um, understanding of this, um, like version of it, like when it has all the heads and stuff. Uh It looks more like a Beholder. Beholders typically have one eye and they look kind of white and they have snake eye, uh, snake hair. They have, they have one eye instead of two and their their little stalks are eye stalks and not little dragon stalks but the basic shape of floating thing with a giant mouth and eyes and, and everything else like... Uh, I fought that thing in Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. I didn't know what the heck it was but apparently that's a beholder. Ugh. Yeah. They, uh, but it reminded me more of a beholder than anything else. I mean, it could have been something else, I guess, but... He, no, he literally was, named it Yamata, Yamata no Orochi. That is literally the, the dragon thing from the, uh, from the, um, from the Japanese thing. Like, that's literally what that was. He, like, I mean, that, I mean, I think it maybe it was meant to look like multiple things, so I think really it was meant to be from, from that story. There's like a lot of stories that involve serpents and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that's really what that was supposed to be. What Ryu is supposed to be, I have no idea. I, it's kind of odd that they paired him with that guy, but... 
I, mean, I can see it looking like a boulder for sure. I'm pretty sure it was probably meant to me look lo a lot of things, but I think the base of the basis of it was that the fact that I think it looked like a boulder was probably accidental, or maybe it was on purpose. I had no idea. I don't know. Like it was definitely part Hydra, but like it just looked like they were trying to go with Beholder as well. So, like past, uh, yeah, past, uh, past that point when you know Regal reveals his ultimate Oversoul, we get like a little speech from him saying that you know everybody's changed because of Yo, and uh, they all follow his direction because they believe in him, and we also get the whole like uh, Oversoul here in this universe. Is it is like the aura, but like in this situation, it's all about how strong-willed you are, depending on like how strong your oversoul is. I say this because um, they start trying to attack Yo with ice attacks, and Yo does nothing to dodge them, but he doesn't get hit because his mana is the word they kept on using here. I think mana and Furyoku are just interchangeable here, but um, his mana was just like malleable enough to deflect ice attacks. Yeah, he was just too flexible, basically, to to be hurt by an attack like that. Which is really cool. I mean, like, it shows that, okay, Yo, Yo's ascended. I guess it explains why Admir Amaro is also ascended from normal class to whatever class of spirit he is now. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean Eliza, Eliza, um, Eliza and um, Togero must have ascended, too. Mm -hmm. It makes sense why they, they, you know, and also... It also makes sense the fact that, you know, they're you teamed up with Yo, they would also get the power up. Now, if Ren had teamed up with Yo, he would have gotten the power up too. Um, so only the people who teamed up with Yo managed to get the power up because, you know, they weren't trying to harm Yo. I wonder how many people can actually receive a power up from that dang thing because it seems like it it's very useful to, er, to anybody and, and, er, and everyone and everybody and everyone that wants to get involved with it. Well, apparently Hal has an upgrade to this power, this book, because he's like oh yeah the old book he goes you want me to want me to teach you all that and more and come you know come become my ally makes a pretty tempting offer well, i mean he made the book so he's probably got he probably didn't put everything in there i mean how how was apparently it so thinking so far ahead we'll get to that point though but uh i guess speaking of ren and how we're getting to that point here but before we get to that um yeah I, his eyes it's uh, you know uh, he don't yo wants to be able to finish this fight you put Goku, I mean Yo, because that was on purpose. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, so this this show came out around the time when Dragon Ball Z was like a huge thing. So there's gonna be a lot of characters from anime from here on out that are gonna be templates of that guy. It's just it, there's no escaping it. But um, you mean Yo or Goku? I mean Goku. Like this 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 show came out around the time, same time Dragon Ball Z was. So there's gonna be a lot of characters that are templates of Goku. He's a lot like Goku. There's gonna be there's gonna be characters that are gonna like Goku. There's gonna be characters that are templates of Goku. Oh, because he's a lot like Goku. But we uh, pretty much uh, here. <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought here. I really did. But um, they essentially yeah. fight like Yo and, and not antagonizes, but you know encourages them to fight of their full power and use their and they use their ultimate ice technique. Yo destroys it all with a great Halo Blade. Is that what he called it? Or Ultra? I forgot what it was. Was it was a variation on Halo Blade, which was freaking was pretty cool actually. I'm not sure how, like how long he can hold that giant Spirit Blade thing, but it looks like he can hold it long enough to get one good attack in. 
Mm-hmm. So it seems like to me, he's probably it's probably only going to be used for like uh, final attacks, which he did here. He ended it with one attack. Bruce, yeah, he wins with a single attack here, and we get to timestamp 1900, where Hal starts talking to Ren, and this is an interesting. Um, uh, this is actually a, a really interesting uh, confrontation. How goes out of his way to go and try to recruit Ren? Uh, we, we 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 hear from like earlier on in the series like you know how people are uh, you know his his minions talk about like how they, he probably should get rid Ren because Ren's really powerful and not it's like it's kind of interesting that how goes out of his way to try to recruit Ren and I'm almost wondering if how knew that it wasn't gonna work he wasn't gonna be able to recruit him he just wanted to see if he could see see what I guess see what Ren's all about and pretty much destroys him like he was thinking that this was like step one of switching him over and didn't think that the first step was going to win him over but he was just like planting the seed so he could build on this later I don't know I don't think Ren is could be easily swayed even even through fear which we see here no I know but I think he's gonna like I think this was like stage one of trying to convert him and just going ah you know I see you like this power, like, why don't, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely way ahead of you, do you, you know, you want to join me? And then, like, the guy didn't do it, and he's like, well, I didn't think you'd do it yet. But makes it sound like he thinks it's on the way, you know? It also sounds like Ren was also trying to gauge what his intermediary was, which we don't know at this episode, but we find out next episode what it is. Um, and it's kind of funny how much of that makes sense, but, uh... He thought, he thought he knew what it was, but he was in error. I don't know if he ever knew what it was. I think he was trying to gauge what it was. Yeah, he he guessed an error. Did he say that he thought he knew what it was? I don't think I don't think he said he ever I don't think he I don't think he knew what it was. He said he didn't know what it was. He said it was something. His guess was erroneous. Is that a pun or something or is that just some like reference? It's intermediary. His intermediary is error. I keep on hearing error. A I R. His intermediary. No, is no, error. I'm saying that this episode he like he didn't like Ren doesn't know what his intermediary I is. Know, and I said he get, tried to guess what it was, but it was an error. It was a pun. Oh my God, Jeremy. I kept on hearing error. That's what I was saying. I kept on hearing error. I was. It was a pun. Error and error sound similar, so it's a pun. Ruin that joke. Uh, not on purpose. <laughs> you sort of did ruin the joke. Oh my god. But uh, but um. I guess it's not jokes. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Chicken butt. No, but um. He probably like how ends up like destroying how's like uh, lance weapon, which was I wonder like how that's gonna pan out for Ren. And but Ren still got that sword, so maybe that's why he'll be using. Though I mean, I, I mean they'll always fix their weapons in you know off screen, so we'll, we'll see the lance again. So uh, that was like, I mean like it made Ren experience fear, which made him very angry. But uh. Well, the fear is a big deal because we just saw a moment ago that Yo said, if I had felt any fear at all, then that attack would have hit me. 
So that was sort of a way of saying if Ren had been there, he would have been hit. Why would Ren's fear make him have any fear? What? Ren had, um, there was a scene earlier where Yo said, if that had, uh, if I'd felt any fear at all, that attack yeah, would have Yeah, I know, but I don't know what like, Ren's fear would have to do with that, unless I misunderstood that sentence altogether. I'm saying, what this is sort of telling us, if Ren had been in the same situation, he would have been hit. Because Yo said, if I felt any fear at all, and we see that Yo's not really capable of fear, but Ren is. So it's sort of like placing Ren ahead of, like, behind Yo there by, by doing that, saying that, like, you know, a similarly scary situation, Ren felt fear where Yo doesn't. I guess I can see that. I don't know how, like, I wouldn't... That situation, yeah, I mean, but I don't think, like, you can compare the scariness of how to, to them. If Ren was there, I don't know if Ren would have experienced fear in that situation. It seemed, like, yeah. it seemed like Ren knew exactly what was happening in that fight, and he just why he left. Uh, I, I, can be, I can see, I see what you mean. I just like, huh. don't know. Like, I feel like Hal's in a different class when it comes to fear. But I mean, I guess we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we cut away from that instance of Hal just disrupting everything, and uh, Hor Horo is uh, having a conversation with the ice, uh, the Iceman, and they are uh, pretty much confirming they're going to go home. They're also afraid of, well, the, the leader's afraid of the, uh, I guess, the old man. Uh, I guess that is his um, foster father, or maybe his father. I had no idea. It was very weird, because it sounded like that. Maybe it might have been his, uh, either it might have been his father or something, or somebody else. It sounds like a mentor, like a teacher. Oh, that too, actually. That's more, more likely now to think about it. Yeah, because uh, he's not going to be the father of all of them. And they said, we're going to go to the father, you know, see the father. So... They all pretty much are friends at this point. They're having fun, you know, relaxing. And we cut away from that heart, heart um, rending moment to Yo finding Lyser over by a boat mm -hmm. in the middle of, well, not in the middle of nowhere, but like at the, at the edge of the, at the edge of the island. The edge of the island with a boat and a lighthouse and a dock seemed pretty legit. I hope it wouldn't. I hope it would be legit. I mean, they they, they put them there. I liked how um, how Yo changed the Iceman. That like they started out fairly hostile, and when they left, they were like, you know, I'm really glad I met him. He was a great guy, and yada yada yada. It just seemed cool that he like won them over completely, and they felt happy and inspired. Like you know, just another example of Yo really like bringing out the best in everybody. Well, this is a fairly tame episode because nobody dies this episode, but that completely changes in the next one. Episode 24, Trust No One. While Yo and Lassie remain on friendly terms, the other exiles want Yo to join them, but they are rejected. And the next day, the um, the Shaman King, the Shaman fight continues with um, Hanagumi easily defeating the rivals, while Hao easily kills the exiles who sacrifice their lives to reveal his weak point. Um... As by that really poorly uh, ruined joke that I managed to uh, mangle, uh, we found out that Hal's intermediary is oxygen or air. Uh, but um, I guess it makes sense because you know that's why they tell you to don't to not put um, what's it? Like on a grease fire? I forgot what they don't. They tell you not to put on it. But um, it, it, you know it makes it breathe uh, oxygen and it makes the fire bigger. 
kind of makes how a little bit dangerous because if he's just using air to um, as an intermediary, you know, there's a lot of it. He's like ultimately powerful. I wonder how you stop somebody from using that as an intermediary rather than stopping breathing. But it's backing up from there. We have uh, first the beginning episode starts off at the uh, uh, where the other episode ended. We have Lysar and Yo ch- chatting. Yo's just like checking in on Lysar to see how he's doing. We happen to get a glimpse that apparently Lysar uh, has a scratch on his um on his pectoral over there. I think his left one, depending where you're looking. But uh, mm-hmm. so, like something's been going on. I mean, Why they also been beating pecs? him senselessly. Apparently, at least Mark has. Why are you looking at his pecs? kind of weird jeremy i was not the yo and the camera and everything like that was pointing out i was never noticing the scratches on him apparently but yeah but you started looking when you realized it Girl, the they're abusing him it's just kind of weird that's all i'm saying that you're checking out this you know you know what's weird the deal i can get you on this car get out <laughs> nobody knows why you include me in this podcast I don't even know, but um, <laughs> it's blackmail. In case anyone's wondering, I have blackmail on him. That's gotta be black. Uh, that's a good point. It's uh, it's white mail. So that's it's even worse. Mail. It's hot mail. Wow, you just put a year on yourself. All the game I know is with Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. <laughs> Gmail? Why do you got Gmail on me? <laughs> I don't know. I've run out of funny things. You've, I'm a ruined man, Jeremy, and it's your fault. Moving on. Uh, yes, let's I, move on. <laughs> Um, you I have like, right down here that it's, it's, it's dangerous to go alone and take a ship, apparently. Uh, I guess you were just making fun of the dangerous to go alone thing that they have Lysar say, because apparently Lysar is not allowed to exit the ship on his own. Yeah, I, he goes, I'm not allowed to exit the ship. And he goes, we go all ship to stay strong. And I'm just all I can think of is that line from Zelda. It's dangerous to go alone. I like to point out, too, I don't know. I mean, they've already kind of made reference to the fact that Lysar looks rather girly. I don't know why this this episode in general, like when him talking with Yo, it just like if you just showed up at this episode, would this be your first episode of the entire series? If you hadn't heard Lysa speak, you'd think that he was a girl. It's very odd. Like he his eyes are like very like anime chickish. It's a mm-hmm. uh, really off putting. Granted, he's supposed to look androgynous, but it's just like if you didn't know and like, you to see your first episode you'd be really confused it's one of those things that I, I, it's like the art direction that he decided to go with on the show he's kind of the froppy of the series but I don't like him like froppy huh you just saying that because he's green yeah I like normally I like the green character I like Piccolo I like Froppy and this one is just kind of the green one just kind of stinks well it's kind of like you kind of betrayed him good I like the point I like that they have him here like talk about the whole like him leaving the gang all of a sudden and then showing up on the other side of the uh, on another team like he felt like he, he betrayed him but yo didn't care about that at all 
you know, I guess he just check. He was just checking on to see if he was okay. As long as the decision that he, he was a decision that he made, he has no qualms about it. But he does. Like, yo, does show that he has like great problems with the, how X laws do things. Um, it's just he's shown this entire his entire interaction with them. He didn't like them, uh, mm-hmm. even as so far as getting invited to join them by uh, the uh, the Iron Maiden. And I do. I, you, I did see that image of you posting of him looking unfazed. I, I would have to admit that that was he looked very phased to me. <laughs> he looked quite phased. I have no idea where they get off saying that was an unfazed look. <laughs> Maybe it was just a joke in Japanese where he like you know it's, he clearly looks he clearly looks disturbed, but you know they're going to pretend they, did, they don't see it because mm-hmm. I think that you think that being an exile is a very beautiful thing. Um, Goku's a lot of emotions the entire episode, like from like calmness to f- pure anger. Uh, but he's able to push back the anger. Yeah, he says, I don't ever want to feel angry again. Speaking of anger, uh, Marco slapping Lassoc around like a, like, like an English like, like an English patient is like... Like I'm an s- English patient. Did you really just say that? Why are you so proud of yourself? I was gonna say an English nanny, but I don't. I don't want to. I, I didn't want to say that. You should be embarrassed. You should not I'm be a, proud of yourself. I'm ashamed. You but I can't be, be proud. Ashamed. You should be very, very ashamed of yourself. Listen here. You, you talk about making an error joke. That they. We're gonna move on. Um. <laughs> but I don't know why Trigun was slapping. Uh, was was slapping Froppy X out of uh, all whatever. But it was ridiculous. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that much slapping in a show, you know. And like, I guess, the, and I feel like the only reason why Larsirk is androgynous and is male is because they, they probably couldn't justify Marco slapping a girl around. I haven't seen that much slapping in a show since I watched a good porno. Moving on to the next thing, like that was a <laughs> that wasn't even a segue. That's just I wanted to just to change the subject. <laughs> This is where you leave. Apparently, they all go to bed at eight. Which is an little boys do, yes. An odd boy, Jeremy. It is ten o'clock where I am. No, Uh, you're a bad boy, Jeremy. Moving on. This is getting creepy. (laughs) I don't appreciate it. Um, Scared the crap out of you today. The Iron Maiden shows up, offers Yo a position on X Laws. It just—it surprises mm-hmm. all the X Laws. Marco doesn't want nothing to do with it because Marco thinks that you know Yo is somehow involved. How? Um, we all know he isn't, but Marco doesn't care because he feels like he, you know Yo's doing something because he protected one of Hal's followers. He was just trying to prevent them from killing them. That's all he was trying to do. Uh, we get some really weird instances of, of like I guess emotion from the Iron Maiden gene where like um. The, the, apparently the face of the bell can open up and show her face and apparently yeah. that's indecent um, I'm like why did you add that function in there if that's indecent I actually got a weird how did she eat does she even eat in there also speaking of the Iron Maiden did you see that she was drowning herself cause she was in, in the water in blood you mean no she was like her, the, her and the entire bell was in the water before before she showed up, she was she came out of the water. Oh yeah, she's she was literally drowning herself. 
Yeah, she just spends her spare time torturing herself for the better betterment of the world. That's a crazy chick. Some pretty twisted shit. She cries, she cries tears, and then she cries blood out of the Iron Man. Like that's gotta hurt. Like seriously, like having that, having those, like they didn't appear to be any like you know needles on the faceplate either. So I don't even know like wh what was actually punctioning her, and I wonder if it was her eyes. I guess it doesn't really matter because her spirit power heals her, her injuries immediately. I guess any pain she's really suffering is only just temporary. Yeah, basically the, her version of the hyperbolic time chamber. She's just getting non-stop Zenkai boost. But, um... What? I don't know. Uh... That, it was very dark. She was crying a lot of blood when Yo, um... Decided to not, you know, take up an offer. And she just said she was sad because now nah, she's gonna have to fight him. So I don't know why. I guess another thing, too. I didn't realize this, but she... In her, like, when she's out of the... When she's out of that thing, she's a, she's wearing a chastity belt. Yeah, I noticed that. That was really creepy. I didn't notice that until like they had like the title card or the, the card for her show up, and she had her whole design. I was like, I didn't know she. I didn't realize she was wearing a chassis belt. I didn't know if they did that just so she wouldn't be naked or not, because I don't see her wearing it in the regular thing. But maybe I just didn't see it then. She was wearing pants when she first comes out of the thing, but then her spirit armor, her oversoul, is she's wearing that. Oh, okay. So I, it's probably a combination of both because she's underage and. You don't want her not wearing anything, and that's the closest thing they could get to her looking like she's wearing a dress. I, I have no idea. Just I think we're gonna move off the. I think we're gonna move off the subject. Girls not having sex. Wait, what? They just want to make it absolutely clear to the audience that this little girl is not having sex. Dang it, John. Dang it. Uh, at sixty, sixty. Uh, oh yeah, six nineteen. He's definitely phased. Yeah, we see that picture of him actually being phased. Um, eight, eight. Uh, the time card of the time slot of eight. Discount Team Rocket. Really? Compare them to team. Compare them to Team Rocket. They have like similar haircuts, similar styles. Go look at Team Rocket. I immediately thought of them, but I confirmed it when I looked at Team Rocket. Like it's basically Team Rocket. Like parallel dimension Team Rocket. Did you really the little brother from Full Metal Alchemist? I'm just now seeing these cliff notes. What the heck, man? <laughs> Two different animes in one line. How do you how do you do that? <laughs> we got we got to the we go coming to the tournament. Apparently, Hanagumi, which is part of a house team, managed to dispatch their um, enemies really quickly, and by dispatch I mean kill them. Uh, again, this the show is going from like happy go lucky to immediate death in, in under in under like thirty minutes. It's ridiculous. Um, there's so much death happening in this in this show. It's it's like this is a show about little kids and using souls to fight, and they're all gonna die. It's like, dang it, man. Uh, pretty much after that, the next fight is Hashikoshigumi versus the X3, which is Hao's team with the the butler dude and then the little black tribal kid. I'm expecting that little black tribal kid to actually, like, his, his spirit's gonna probably make him bigger. Like, he's gonna probably become the Incredible Hulk at some point. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I'm, just, I'm, I'm suspecting it now. 
But um, I guess we'll see whenever he does fight, because they don't fight this episode. It's just how he said he said he wants to dispatch the entire X laws all at once, but they don't do it. And we also get throughout the entire episode of like how uh, how Perrin's piecing together. Well, not piecing together. He already knew that they were trying to you know discover his weakness. And after killing two of them, the girl and the guy with the face mask, uh, did uh, the scatter show that the two of them had powers of over nine thousand. I'm going to ignore that. I mean, he he did he basically he did read on his arm to scout out their their power levels, and two of them were over nine thousand. Going to ignore it because he definitely did read the spirit levels, but we're just going to ignore that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only that's the only time I think I've ever seen them use that gauntlet of theirs to do that. Weird, mm-hmm. but um. He kills two spirits, you know, burns them, and uh, stabs uh, the guy well, who's using. Team members. He doesn't kill the spirit. No, he first basically killed the spirit. I mean, killed the. He, he killed the... a corpse that he, that's spearing onto his thing. I mean, no, that was the body that they killed. He killed that when he stabbed her. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it was happening, but he was killing them really quickly. He attacked, he was the first attacking the spirit, and then all of a sudden, his spirit's hand was uh, Kali Ma through their body and just burned them. It was uh, apparently he was the spirit was moving really fast. Apparently, how spirit is really quick, which I guess is not common. Um, there, there's a lot of killing. I mean, like when you put How in the show and then. You show, you show that he burns somebody's soul from like the soul out. It's like the, all like the hands down. Like he's probably the most brutal character in this show. Period. Like so much death. Uh, but as they're trying to figure this out, How reveals that you know that they. Well, that's not How. Yo reveals that he he had suspected that they were going to kill themselves to figure this out, and that was one of the biggest problems that he had. Um, he had with them. Let's see. Last circuit, I was also having some problems too. And one of the reasons why he's getting beat over and over again is because he's, he's, I guess, he's soft. He, he, he feels his feelings. He doesn't like seeing people die. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm, just, I'm sitting there like, I can't really feel sorry for last week at this point because he should have known this. Based on, like, how much they want to kill him. You know, they want to, like, kill how This is probably the limit that he's, like, you know, he doesn't want anybody to die trying to take, trying to take out how So we, we see a little bit of, like, um... Humanity Adelizer. Yes, like the people that died in this episode. Uh, one of the Vin Star, the X Three. Uh, his um. Dang it! I'm just not saying this now. Holy Angel, Holy Angel Megatron. Really? I know you say I mean Metatron. Really? I I initially misspelled it, so I went back and fixed it. But my delete key was broken. Uh huh. I'm not believing you at all. I hope you know that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the uh, we have the other spirits, Gabriel and um, Ramiel. Uh, in pretty much um, the people wielding them were Mine and Kevin. And the, apparently these guys were like the nicest of the X3. You know, saying that you know they, they appreciate you know, Lysar concern for them, but they're willing to die for their cause. I'm mm-hmm. mad that like. You know, they they had a pretty girl die in this in this in, the, in this episode. Like, really? I can say that because she's a. I know she's above age. 
but like they really went all for that like stabbing her through the through her stomach thing it's like geez she could, just couldn't live and have a family you had to kill her because how disciplined to her in her past it's kind of weird that everybody joined this thing as a way to get back at how and how does this seem phased at all in fact, he relishes in the, in, in the people that hate him. Yeah, he doesn't seem to. He doesn't seem to enjoy himself. He's very much anti-yo, and that like nothing really bothers him at all. But he's evil instead. Yeah, it's just really weird. I also like the point. Of, I think somebody mentions that I'm going to take you to hell or something like that, and then he just says, "I've I've already seen enough of that." I'm like, he's like boring. Like what? Like what happened to him? Is like my, I think that's my yeah, first answer. Is like what happened to how? Like because my goodness. <laughs> yes. Who hurt you, dude? Really, everybody. Because he does not care. He does not <laughs> give two or three flying fuck. <laughs> like I guess how's an interesting character. I, I would like to see a little bit more of like I guess what he's about. Because like uh, as the episode coming to that one guy that took his mask off and he was like disfigured and burned by him and he's like this is what you've done the guy's like oh okay didn't even recognize like didn't even like if he recognized it he didn't even say anything he's just like oh okay that's that's your story i guess speaking of that too they're they, they finally how kind of like mocks them i let them know that you know my intermediary is all the air in this in, in the world so like you can't stop me and um apparently vinstar the guy who's the last guy he got stabbed like he's got like uh on, on the on the uh, kebab out there, Brian uh, shows that he's been hiding a grenade um, in his fireproof pouch, apparently. And uh, Prince lets it lets it explode. There's a big a light explosion. Everybody's like wondering, well, how can Tina survive that? Lo and behold, how survived it? And we see that apparently he has giant gauntlets on his hand. Uh, he's also not wearing a shirt. I had to point out that for some reason the creator really likes really skinny characters it was very disturbing it didn't seem like how it was like it seemed like to me how it was anorexic well how skinny he looked mm -hmm. it was uh, very weird like I, I'm not the biggest fan of the designs of some characters in the show but that was very weird but um that premise it ends with how smiling and he knows he's won because like the guy's dead <laughs> he's won the fight but like it looked like how also had like a red aura around him. I didn't notice the red aura. That was a good observation. He's like, like he had like a red aura. He was just dusting himself off. So like he was just smiling. He like he knew he won. So I, I don't know. Like, I feel like now that like he's done that. Like most of Exiles have been taken care of. The only one this guy really take care of, watch out for, is Jean. Whenever he fights her. Mhm. Mm like that was just like this entire episode was just really weird, really bloody, really dark. Um, we had some really interesting, uh, uh you know, um, interactions between certain characters. Some of them I wasn't expecting, like How and Ren. Wasn't expecting that interaction. Uh, then we have like Yo and you know the X Laws. That was pretty funny. The whole that cannot face thing. Um, I don't think I have much more to say. Well, goes for a suicide play with Grenade X. <laughs> It seemed like what it was, right? Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm just saying that you know they, they all were gonna die anyway. Apparently, they were all ready to die. I don't think, like, uh, I don't think Lasso was ready to die. 
based on what I'm seeing of him right now, so he's probably gonna like defect at some point. Mm -hmm. Probably with a power up in the in, in tow, more than likely, I suspect. Because whole life source whole thing is just about like how weak I am, and I don't want to feel uh, hopeless like that again. At least about it. I don't really got much more to say unless you got something to say. No, that's about my notes. The coolest thing I found was the Faust thing. It seems like episodes are either rich in mythology or they're rich in action, and it's it's not necessarily one or the other. When it's rich in action, it seems like the story is always about um, yo like um, turning people towards like their best version of themselves, and when it's when it's mythology, it's always, it seems like it's always a new place, like Germany or Native American or, you know what I mean? Or Chinese, Japanese, whatever. Like, it seems like they always explore, like, a new country. So, I think one of them was Swiss recently or something like that. So, they just keep jumping all over the world, which is kind of fun. You get to learn a lot about, like, uh, I guess what countries, like, uh, sp uh, stories are and, you know, what they believe in. Mm -hmm. I guess with that, we're going to end the podcast here for next week. We're going to be reviewing episodes 24 and 25. Wait. No, 25 and 26. Jeez, I'm off. <laughs> That's all right, sir. Episodes 25 and 26, and I'll come back like we uh, ever do every Monday. See you guys next time. Bye.